We are just days away from 2018, and so much has happened this year. If you are still trying to figure out what your marketing plan is for 2019, you do not want to miss this one. On this special episode, I'm talking with Owen Video about the good, the bad, the ugly from 2018, and what you can expect for 2019. Stay tuned. It's time for the Marketing for Your Boring Business Facebook Live show and podcast. Welcome to Marketing for Your Boring Business, presented by All-in-One Social Media, where marketing professionals and industry leaders discuss what you can do to help your message get seen in a cluttered newsfeed. Join us each week to learn more about social media, online marketing, trending topics, and tips to grow your online marketing efforts. Now here's your host, Desiree Martinez. That's right, guys. I am Desiree, the host of the Marketing for Your Boring Business podcast show, and we're going to be reflecting, planning, and laughing a whole lot on today's episode. But before we dive into the show, let's make sure that you type five right now in the comments if you're watching on Facebook to get notified when our next show is. We do this every Tuesday at 10 a.m., but we understand sometimes you need a little bit of a reminder. So type five right now, guys. Now, before we dive into today's awesome show, I want to do a couple things. We got our marketing buzzword plan, and of course, we have to talk about our sponsor. So today's show is all about what we have seen and learned about marketing in 2018. And you know what the number one issue businesses are having across the board with their marketing in 2018? No consistency. But how can you be consistent if you're always struggling to remember what to post? Or maybe you don't know what to post, or you don't know how to stay on top of it. Or maybe you're just having a hard time keeping up with all of the different platforms that you're supposed to be posting on. That is where Sendable is going to be your saving grace for 2019. Sendable is going to allow for you to bulk schedule your content to all of the social networks that you're using, Instagram, YouTube, Pinterest, Twitter, Facebook, and so much more. You can monitor your social media comments and posts, schedule blogs, even do your YouTube videos and more. This is the official social media management tool of all-in-one social media at my social media agency. I have been testing a lot of social media softwares over the years, and I always come back to Sendable because it's truly the easiest and most comprehensive one on the market. Make sure you click the link in the description to get set up with your free 30-day trial now. Now, there are so many things that are happening in the world of marketing. It's hard for anyone to keep up. That is why we have the Marketing Buzzword with Ben Roberts from the Marketing Buzzword podcast. Now, what you don't know is that Ben Ben lives in England, so we're doing this show a lot later than normal, and so Ben's actually probably asleep right now, so I'm actually going to take over the buzzword for this week. So this week's buzzword is transparency. So what exactly is transparency? Let's dive into this in a couple of different layers. A business is important for them to operate online, as you know, and we no longer can have businesses that wear a mask, but we have to be people, flaws and all, for everyone to see. So I got some stats for you guys. 86% of consumers say that authenticity is the key differentiator that leads to purchasing decision. 70% of consumers would pay more for a product if the company behind the, co- the product or service is promising and guaranteeing transparency. 
And here's the real kicker, guys. 94% of consumers say that they would remain loyal to a brand that provides complete transparency. One of the things that we are definitely touching on on today's live show is live video, which people are seeing more and more from brands because it's showing them shaky cam, ums, and real faces and all. Live video is hard for some people. Being transparent and authentic really builds real communication for viewers and in turns it makes them open their wallets. So how is transparency maybe a little similar to uh, being authentic but also different? Well, authenticity in terms of online speak means that you are your true self. But transparency means that people want to know exactly what they're getting, who's doing it, and how you're going to be doing it. So when you're thinking about your strategy for 2019, make sure that transparency is a key part of your marketing. And that is this week's marketing buzzword. Now, if you are just joining us today, we are talking with Owen Video about what worked and didn't work in marketing in 2018 and what you can plan on doing for 2019. Make sure you type five in the comments now so that you don't miss any updates from this show. We go live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific time, but we know that sometimes you still need a reminder. So let me tell you a little about Owen. Here's his official bio, and of course, I'm going to dote on him a little bit as well. Owen has been coaching small businesses since 2012. His unique ability to create videos that actually nurture customers and drive traffic to their website makes him the go-to resource for the most entrepreneurs and service-based companies. As a pioneer of video, as a pioneer of video marketing, he speaks at major video marketing conferences and is well-respected as a live streaming host and marketing educator. Owen teaches on YouTube, Facebook, and iTunes, and of course, in his private community, the BizTube Academy. Now, I, I actually have no idea how I met Owen, like to be really honest. Pretty sure it was probably through Facebook, like everybody. But I started seeing him more and more as this video expert in all these places where I was also gathering my information. So I knew I had to have him. I got to meet Ev Owen upfront and personal for the first time by crashing him doing some videos at Social Media Marketing World, proving to him that I had traveled the farthest from anybody else that had gone. And uh, I was actually in Korea when I went to Social Media Marketing World and I had flown in. And so I. I crashed Owen's video that he was doing and saying, no, 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 no one has come farther than me. So Owen, I'm bringing you on, man. Let's, let's talk about marketing, man. Wow. Desiree, what a show you have. You have like an incredible show. No, she deserves it. Thank you. <laughs> um, I mean, just high energy, like, wow. Uh, really impressed with the work you've done on the show. And glad to be here. I, you know, I had I had almost forgotten about that uh, social media marketing world. And you're right. We we were in fact we were in fact doing a video talking about how you had traveled the farthest, and uh, uh, the guys were taking out the trash behind us. And yeah. so we're doing this video, and like these trash cans roll right behind us. And I remember it was just totally ruining our footage. <laughs> like right now, guys. Right now, you know what I mean. And that's that's just kind of what it was. But uh, yeah, you know, it was, uh, it, it's a great conference and uh, it's worth traveling to. It's a game changer conference. Definitely. All right, Owen. 
So, I mean, obviously I gave you the bio. I love you. I would not have this super awesome Facebook live show without Owen. He is my coach through this actually. So full transparency there, guys. He's the man behind my curtain for all of this. Yeah. And, and I see so many of the elements that I taught in the, in the course. I see so much of that in your show. And that's not to take anything away from you because a lot of people went through that course right? But how many of them implemented the work? Now, it was a pretty strong course, so there was a lot that did. But my point is, is it's more than just taking the course and learning it, right? It's like, oh, well, this is all came from your course. It's like, well, no, you kind of did it. Like, I told you to go get a vinyl background backdrop. You got a vinyl backdrop that was white brick and then put it next to a white thing. I mean, amazing, amazing artistry. Uh, I, I told you to put images up. You made like a show image just beautiful stuff that really sets the show apart. So uh, I love seeing it. It's a lesson to everybody watching. This is, this is what a good live stream show looks and sounds like. Oh, thanks. All right. Enough of us talking about each other. Let's talk about marketing in 2018. This is like our recap, our roundup, like what, what went right and what went wrong in 2018. So I'm going to start this off. What was your favorite marketing campaign? from this year in 2018 oh man uh that's a great question the uh the the Harmon brothers are always doing so much good stuff i would say it was chat books that that i like the most um and chat books was of course like the mom she's like are you a busy mom uh and and she's like in the bathtub with her you know she's like are you a busy mom she's like i'm not taking a bath and she stands up and she's got her kid i fell in the tub while looking for his turtle or whatever <laughs> oh uh, i remember that was a good one and then it was you get you you get all these um uh, you take pictures and every 60th picture it makes you a photo book called a chat book or whatever it was called a uh, really great commercial really great use of video and i think once again set the bar for what what a great video ad looks like uh, and sounds like and how to engage people, how to make a video add a piece of content, right? More than just uh, something that you watch. And it's a lesson that even the the most local business owner without a budget can learn from because the video explained the product, provided testimonials, identified the audience. I mean, it was classic marketing. Now, of course, they have fancy mar they have fancy cameras and they have all this expensive gear. But for you, for those of us sitting at, at with uh, at office desk computers, you know what I mean? My laptop's right in front of me and, and you can follow the same formats and have success with your video um, by, by following good campaigns. You know, this is what I used to do when I was younger. I would watch movies. I remember watching the usual suspects and, and Kevin Spacey would like have this look on his face and I would like, I would like try to like mimic the look on his face. Right. And like, you, you know, that's how you begin acting. Uh, with with uh, ad campaigns, the same thing is like go find a good ad campaign, something that that sold you, and copy that. Yeah, I downloaded the chat box app. That's where that literally spoke to me in ways that like I hadn't seen commercials, and I felt like so many businesses really caught on to that over the course of the year for sure. Yeah, yeah. I think one of my favorite marketing campaigns, which wasn't so much a campaign, but was just like people coming to the internet yeah. was the baby shark challenge. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I thought that, that was really funny. And again, it was funny for me because again, I was in Korea and this song has been popular in Korea for like two or three. It's like, it's like, it, like everybody else caught on after it was popular for a year. And I was like, Oh no, I have to endure another year of this because yeah. <laughs> I've got small kids as everyone knows. So some things, but I thought it was really funny watching how everybody was like doing things with it and having fun with like something that was, 
fun and innocent and childish. That was probably my favorite one. Yeah, that you know, it reminds me of Fortnite actually, and um, like just the Fortnite dances, um, the floss. Uh, <laughs> You're real uh, familiar with that one in your house, I know. <laughs> I know. I mean, my kids are always see. Look, look, come here, Kaden, come here. So I said that, and then my my oldest, he just jumps in. So do it right here. Watch, jump in like he just did. Okay, so see, <laughs> you do it. Ready? All right. So it's just like flousing. Boom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I love your kids. I love yeah. their I love their video bombs of your stuff all the time. Yeah, I mean they do this stuff all the time, and you know, like for me, it cracks me up because he'll do this. Like I'll be talking to somebody, and then he'll jump in and just start doing these Fortnite dances, which I didn't get. I'm like, where are you learning this stuff? Uh, and then I find out that uh, you know it's a video game Fortnite, but the AB family on YouTube, uh, they do skit video videos. They're a comedy family. Um, they, they really did a lot of these Fortnite dance challenges and this created this whole, uh, I mean, momentous thing that's happening in the culture. Now get it. I don't get it. Like my customers don't get it, but you know, for those of you who are serving families and are just uh, under that your kids are doing that kids everywhere are doing this. You know, you could be doing this in your video. How funny would it be if you're like, a um, you're, you're a nail salon. Um, or you're a carpet cleaner and you're doing a funny video and you're like, uh, Hey, I wanted to tell you about our carpet cleaning specials today. We have this special that is all about getting out grape juice stains. Boom. And then your kid comes out and like, you know, starts to floss. I mean, you could take, or, or whatever this one's called orange crush, you know, like you could take advantage of those things. Like I said, copy that, like put that into your stuff. Your video ad is, is you're, you're going to look, you're going to make a lot of videos. People are like, Oh my gosh, well, I want to make one video and have it work forever. It's never going to happen. Do this video where your kid's dancing. Get it out there for a couple of weeks. You were relevant. You made a mark. You did something different. And and then keep and then put something new out, right? It's not it's not necessarily about running that video forever, right? You run it for a little while, ca capture your steam and and do something else. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> it's just so funny for me. All right, so let's kind of think about what are some things that weren't so great about 2018. I have kind of a little bit of a list, but do you think that there's anything that just like died off and just like didn't work in 2018 that people kept trying to make work? Yeah, yeah I see. Okay, so I'm seeing a huge rebellion. I'm seeing a huge backlash to the get a DSLR movement of 2017 2018 right that's mm -hmm. a movement where uh where where gurus and experts okay uh, like myself um you know so people that i know and love but their whole thing is go get a fancy camera go spend hundreds of dollars on fancy lenses uh, and then travel around with them and business owners are trying to do that i can't tell you how many times i've seen companies uh, multiple times with like, uh, uh kind of like what I have here. I mean, I've got, see if this works, right? I've got my, my green screen there, my blue screen there. And, and we've got, you know, we've got gear here, but this is a studio. We produce shows for fortune 200 companies, right? For your local business, you don't really need to get all this stuff. It's expensive. It attracts theft. Um, and you know, you don't need to travel around with a thousand dollars worth of camera gear in your in your car at any given time. Uh, I'm seeing a huge backlash that I saw a lot of business owners stop producing videos because 
setting up the 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 camera even the even the t3i even like a simple ds like a costco dslr it's like you got to set it up and you got to like autofocus but now you can't move because the thing will autofocus so you got a manual focus now you're dialing yourself it's like oh i used to teach people get get um get like a, a stand like a tripod stand and, and put your hat on it and then back out zoom in on the hat right and then it's like oh you're in focus now so much work, so much work, right? I'm using a camcorder right here. It's $800 cam, so it's 4K. I mean, it's, it's, it's I have a little uh, Logitech webcam. Yeah. You know. And Logitech is what we promote, right? Like I have the studio, so I have some fancy tools available to me. But even so, it's a fancy camcorder with no autofocus. Everything's in focus. And, and I, I think it looks crisp and, and clean. And here's the thing is that you might, I might have a 4K camera, but by the time it goes through BeLive and then hits Facebook, it's 720. And it's, it's, highly, it's highly degraded. And that's a good thing. The, the degradation allows it to stream on any device. Yes. Right? So it's not about the quality anymore. And I think that business owners and brands especially are like waking up to this, right? And they're understanding um, that we want content our customers will connect to. Right, content our customers will connect to versus this big fancy production. Right, the fancy production guarantees no results, and it also it's like a drug addict. Right now, now you need a bigger fix. Like now, you need a better video. So you do this great video, and then your competitor, in response, he makes this amazing video, and so now, in response, you've got to make a better a a, a better one. Uh, this is not what the game is about. Do this with your competitors. See whose video can generate more leads, right? See who generates more traffic in a month. That's that's what matters, and that's what I think is what we're seeing in in is a backlash to all the fancy camera nonsense of the last year and a half. Yeah, no, that's a great point. That like sales and leads are what matter, not your gear. Like, yes, I also have my studio is nowhere near as fancy as Owen's, y'all, but like. I knew my like next phase when we moved into this home that in a, in a, a, a nice studio that could also be my office was important for me because I'm doing so much live video. I, I produce two to three videos a week for YouTube. Like it's just an important part of my marketing strategy. And I also like invested in a camera. Like I've got, I've got it going on in the back here. Like I have one of these things, you know, simple, affordable, basic vlogging cameras to, to take with me on the go. And it's just because of what I've done. But the best camera you have or the best camera to use is the one you have. I mean, guys, we have we have these things in our pockets. We should be totally using our smartphones if you don't have anything. What's most important is pick it up because your first video is your worst video. So do it. Yeah. The first five <laughs> are going to be uh, terrible. So you might as well get through those, you know? Yes, definitely. All right. So I was going to say some of the things that, you know, that have happened in 2018 is like we had that really big a whole lot that happened with GDPR and security throughout the year. Yeah. Um, for those of you that know, GDPR is like a very big internet um, access for England. Like if you want to do business in England, you have to have be GDR compliant, GDPR compliant. Right. And for some reason it like went rampant, especially in April when it was about to happen, even though they've had like two years to gear up for it. But it also ran into a lot of like security and data issues. What do you think we did wrong or even the major platforms did wrong with all of this stuff in this last GDPR? year? With GDPR? GDPR and like security and data in general. Well, here's the thing is, is like, um, I, I, everybody was pissed off, but there was no, nobody was really a victim. 
right? In, in all, it's, oh, internet privacy, internet privacy. And it's like, do you care? No, I don't really care, but we're supposed to care, right? What about the less private? What about the less, the, those, those who like are less privacy fortunate than we are? Like it was, it was almost like this um, economic morality of uh, this weird, like there are poor people whose privacy is being taken advantage of. You know, there wasn't enough explaining of, look, the reason you love the internet is because you're trading information. You're exchanging information. You're getting phenomenal deals in a lot of cases, like free content written by experts. Um, you're getting free live videos uh, from some of the top brains in the world. You're getting, in some cases, like free shipping uh, in two days for your house, right, because of the internet. But that's because the internet knows our preferences. It's because it knows that when you go to websites about, uh, um, uh, you know, Pomeranians, it knows that when you go to Facebook, Facebook should show you puppies and Pomeranians, right? And it's like, we love that about the internet experience. But then when we say, oh, by the way, that's all made possible because these privacy things happen. And, oh, oh, stop. It's like, lay is the Rob. We're all like these wannabe revolutionaries. Like, I'm going to change the world. Uh, what it did was it added a whole bunch of cost, a whole bunch of expense. And, and maybe there's some privacy people out there that are like, wow, this is an amazing thing. I, most of the people that I, I would challenge you, this is like, all you know, is the headlines. Um, so it, it, you're, to, to make someone say, we agree that you're using our cookies, right? That's kind of like saying when you walk into our store, like, you, you know, you agree to use our air, like we cookies have been around for a long, long time. So the marketing community did not do a good enough job of explaining number one, the value of the retargeting experience. Okay. That the internet is good because it knows what you like. Right. And we don't have to like, we're also careful not to get involved in political events. Like marketers, the only thing like a, event that I really remember us getting involved in is like, maybe it was just me actually was, uh, you know, um, uh, net neutrality, which we lost anyway. So we don't get involved in a lot of like political or politicize a lot of a, a lot of stuff, but I, I feel like we 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 could have provided a good service to the community that we weren't able to serve. And I'm frozen. Yeah, it's okay. It happens. Can you still hear me? <laughs> yeah, we can hear you just fine. Okay, so talk over, talk over me. I'm gonna come. Okay, yeah. So some of the things that also I think have happened with to this year that have been kind of like hard where things like we had the death of a couple of things, including Google plus like Google plus is officially on the way out. In fact, in fact, like I think it was earlier or late last week that they had a security breach again and they're, they're speeding up its closure because of it. Yeah. So don't worry about it anymore. We, there is still Google business, which is kind of like an extension of Google plus. So make sure if you have a brick and mortar, claim your business page and, that's kind of the extent of what you got to do. So bye-bye, Google+. Plus. I don't think really anyone's going to miss it. <laughs> no, no, not true. I'll tell you, my good buddy Dustin Stout, like he ranks oh. all over the place. In fact, he does he does some social media services for me. And, mm. and he, uh, you know, he's like, I want you on Google+. Plus. And I'm like, dude, please don't waste my time. And he's like, look, man, either, either you trust me for this or you don't. And I was like, all right, hey, if you're saying Google+. Plus. Now, unfortunately, like two months later, it shut down and neither here I knew that. But you know, they're my brother-in-law, my, my, you know, uh, uh, he's very much a, a Google plus guy. It's nerdy. It's a little more techie, right? It's a little more quiet place of the internet. Um, 
So a lot of people loves Google Plus, but I, I think that it's a real like sign that 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 the Google Google needs to stick with what they're good at. <clears throat> you know what I mean? And, 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 <laughs> I think Google Plus kept a lot of people, marketers and whatnot, distracted um, for no reason at all. You know, I, I dropped Google Plus shortly after they launched it. I'm glad I did. I didn't waste any time there. I didn't do much with it either. I had Google Glass for a little while and like that's like where they were doing all of their stuff. But beyond that, I, I didn't really get into it. And I mean, Google Glass died too. So it's kind of one of those things. Google does um, its thing really well. Search marketing and advertising. That's what it does really well. Like all the other stuff, I you know, it's like stay away from Google products. You know, that's, right. that's the way I feel about it. Right. Okay. So let's talk about organic. We have, there's a lot of heated debates about organic um, reach. So like organic reach on social media specifically um, within our various marketing communities. Where do you sit with what is happening with organic reach on social media? Uh, you know, organic reach on social media for your business doesn't exist. You know, if, if you have, look, if you have a following of loyal people, Okay, and you are distributing your content, and then, then I think organic is the way to go. Um, now that's easy for me to say, right? So I got five thousand followers on my on my page. Um, we, it's a small page. It's a very small page, you know. So I'm think I'm seeing these big companies who have at one point two million followers, and then they post something on organically. It's got like fifty thousand views on it or something, and so and so I'm saying, wow, that's amazing. But what they're saying is no. You know, what 50,000 of 1.2 is is nothing compared to what we used to get. Um, and, and that, okay, so that's that's kind of the thing, right? Like the balance there. Mm -hmm. uh, what we do, when we post organically on Facebook, we like it's it's just kind of it, we don't even think about it. The only stuff we even think about on Facebook is our boosted posts, right? Yes. Stream live well and live streaming because live streaming is a great thing for us. So we stream live and we're all about live viewership. We're all about we're all about sharing it too and like getting it out there. Uh, it, it, we we rarely boost those. Uh, sometimes we do, but we, like we made videos today. They're going to be ads. We're going to boost those. We're not going to like throw it out on organic and hope that 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 something happens. You know. And do you even know who likes your page? I mean, you, you your business. It's it's like asking for organic traffic from the city, right? Like if you're a solopreneur, you're like us, you're digital creators uh, or digital, a digital business person, even a financial planner, but you work from home, right? Like, and, and saying, well, I should get free traffic. I, people should have to drive by my home and see my office sign. No, if, if you, if you are going to want to do business the way you're doing it and you want to get exposure, you have to do, you have to go pay for it. You have to go, uh, um, pay for a chamber of commerce uh, thing. You got to pay for a uh, a BNI registration. You got to advertise your company. Um, so we shouldn't get all hyped up about organic reach, right? Organic reach is getting smarter and smarter on Facebook. Um, uh, from a profile, per you got to like leverage your profile. Uh, YouTube, the the way that organic reach on YouTube works is brilliant. It's genius. It it, yeah. it truly, I think, like reaches great content, and and that's you want to beat an algorithm. Beat the YouTube algorithm. Be someone that can put out a video um, and get, you know, 20% of your subscribed audience to come back and watch it every week. That's huge. You got a thousand subs and you can get 200 people to watch that next week. You're performing at my channel's level 
Uh, and I have like 43,000 subs, uh, you know, and the reason the, re you know, I'm telling you, YouTube is the, is the platform to beat. And we're very serious about YouTube this year as a marketing company, because we want to beat it in a way that benefits the business owner. You, you know, we're not trying to become famous on YouTube per se, although YouTube has created a lot of fame for us. We, we want to use YouTube to get people back to our stuff where they can buy from us. Yeah. My strategy with, with YouTube is a lot of creating content that's searched a lot because we're all about social media and helping people with the minute things, but also the advanced stuff. And so it's a lot of like, what do people need to know? How can we search it? What am I asked all the time? What do I have to constantly help people with? And so I am all about YouTube and helping it. And we've gotten some really good traction from doing those high keyword searches. And so when I can throw a vlog up there and, and relate and connect with people one-on-one, -on -one, that's going to be huge. But what I do with YouTube that I feel is like the most effective thing for my business is I take the videos I make on YouTube and I turn them into blogs that I put yeah. on my website. Yeah. So I am double dipping with the, with Google, like I'm doing video that's on YouTube and then creating a, 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 a keyword search blog that's yeah. helped me rank on the homepage of Google for social media placement words, which are really oversaturated. So that's how I know I'm doing the right thing because I'm also yeah. sales from it. We just talked about that on Be Live Weekly. There's a great episode. Just go to the Be Live TV Facebook page and check out Be Live Weekly from Monday. The the topic was, um, you know, how to how to write an SEO optimized blog that will rank your video. So a lot of great stuff there. Yeah, definitely. And then what are your thoughts on influencers? Now, again, a lot of people keep going back and forth about influencer marketing and how it works. I personally feel like anyone can be an influencer, especially if you have like a really specific micro niche. So yeah. people believe like, so I do military spouse stuff. I do mom stuff. I do social media stuff. Does it make sense for someone that like, does Indian food to come to me because it's not something that like I'm into. But a lot of people, I feel like as we've been shifting uh, culturally and as users, we can totally spot an ad from like a mile away. Yeah. Like, where do you think we're going to, what do you think happened with influencer marketing in 2018 and how do you think it's going to change? I, 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 reject, I reject the idea that an ad shouldn't be an ad. Uh, your people need to know. Uh, okay. They should be when they when someone watches your video, they should know what you want them to do, right? Uh, so you, you know, it might be all well and good for Coca Cola to make an ad that's not an ad, mm -hmm. right? When they're not trying to track a sale, right? They just want to know how many eyeballs they got in front of that week. Mm -hmm. um, so your ads should look like ads. You you you're, it, you know if you're a small business, local business, you say, hey. This is the product I sell, the problem I solve. This is the product I sell, and here's how you can buy it from me. So I love, uh, you know, I reject the idea that ads shouldn't look like ads. And, and, and I, I really believe that up to a certain point, like this whole idea, right, that's like, oh, uh, the audience will know it's an ad. Like, and so our reaction to that is, is what? Like putting everywhere on the post, this is an ad, this is an ad, hashtag ad. It kills the entire experience, um, you, you know, for me. And I, I think that consumers are smarter than that. I don't think we need the internet to tell us, oh, this is this is an ad. Like at the end of the day, somebody paid to put this together for you. There's never a situation where where what you're watching was not constructed, right? <laughs> it was all constructed for you. Uh, and yeah. then having to put all this, it just, it makes, it's like, oh, the people are idiots, uh, you know? So I don't, I don't get that. Now, influencer marketing. 
Um, I love influencer marketing and, and influencer marketing is a uh, big chunk of our income, right? Our revenue uh, that we make and we get a ton of free stuff and it exposes us to all these great products and services that we get to try and see if they help softwares and apps, especially. So uh, from an influencer perspective, I, I love it. Now, here's the thing is I'm not like a mega influencer, you know, I'm no Zach King, right? There's millions and millions and millions of subscribers. He's a filmmaker, a special effects guy. And he gets mm -hmm. these brand deals, these influencers deals, like Tic Tacs and, and Snicker bars and these different things. Uh, but like you said, I very much agree with you. You know, if you are, for example, if you are a, uh, what's another example, maybe like a fitness instructor or you have like a fitness business um, in some way, shape or form, you could be very easily an influencer for fitness type products, right? All you would need to do really is build up a, a decent enough following uh, on your social media, thousand YouTube subscribers is a great place to start with influencer marketing. Now you're not going to go to Nike with a thousand subscribers, but to go to the local, the local um, uh, shake shop, right? The local health food store, the local uh, clothier, and to do a a campaign with them an influencer campaign with them where you do a video inside their store or they give you some clothes and then you model them, you know, that, that is phenomenal. And I think that if, even if you're the local, that's what I'm saying, a business owner can be an influencer, mm -hmm. right? Right. So if you're I, I feel like anyone can be an influencer, it doesn't matter of talking to the right people. Yeah. Yeah. Like and, and, and thinking of yourself the right way, thinking of yourself the right way. This is where a lot of business owners struggle, right? They, they think of themselves as a business owner, right? And my job is to run this business, but through that business, you have vendors, you have people that provide you with services. You have apps that you use, you have softwares that you use. Uh, you probably have people that you buy from. Those are the, those, those are the people that you can be an influencer for. Right. So when you go like, for example, I sold flooring and carpet and hardwood for a long time. Right. So I, I just, you know, there's like Mohawk brand carpets. Um, there's uh, Serta, Sealy Serta type carpets. Right. All these different carpet brands. Well, we we would sell Mohawk a ton. We would just sell a ton of Mohawk. So <laughs> the idea would be that we would go to the local Mohawk carpet distributor and say, we sell a lot of your stuff. What about doing a joint campaign? Will you pay us? you know, 500 bucks a month, we'll do one video a month. That's all about Mohawk and link uh, to the sales page in our website. Right. Yeah. That influencer sure. market. Right. <laughs> so as yeah. the business owner, you need to think I have influence over my customers, right? How can I leverage my vendor relationships to get better deals, to get free stuff, whatever the case might be. Um, and if you're a personal brand, it's even easier, right? If you're a personal brand, uh, where you are, you are the star. It's like, hey, I'm Owen, and that's all I do is do Owen stuff, like a vlogger. Uh, you should be seeking out influencer deals and sponsorship deals. Okay, Definitely. now on the flip side to that, on the flip, and I know it's not a training, but I, you such a can of worms. If you're a local <laughs> business owner, if you're Desiree, give me one of your client industries. What are the, one of your clients? What do they do? Uh, baby products. So they drop shipping, like or like Amazon affiliates, or or like um, they actually online store where you can buy their like different baby products, butt creams, bottles, all that kind of stuff. Got it. Okay. I love it. So, so in, in that scenario, I would be looking for family vloggers who have small following. I mean, depending on the size of the company who have followings they can afford 
and reach out to those people and give them free products. So that's the flip side of influencer marketing. If you sell baby products, that's your business. You know, I would reach out to small vloggers who have a thousand subscribers, between one and 5,000 subscribers mm -hmm. and do an influencer campaign with them. Now, what are you looking for? Are you looking for a million dollars in sales? No, you're not. You know, like I'm, I deal with people all the time and say, I want to invest as little as possible. I want the maximum return. I want it faster than ever before seen. Right. That's that, everybody wants. That's ridiculous. Yeah, it's, it <laughs> is. It's not, and part of our job as marketers, right, is to like educate them off of that. But you know, to be in a where 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 they think they're they're gonna make this huge influencer campaign. To the contrary, it's gonna be more like, let's do an influencer campaign with three influencers and see how it goes. How many clicks do we get? How was it working with these people? Is there do any of these people like open up a new relationship? If you go into this going like, I'm gonna work with this influencer and I better make ten thousand dollars. Um, I mean, think about what you're asking. You know, you're asking for a result you've never achieved before doing something you've never done before, right? What you're doing, <laughs> right? What yes. you're doing is you're, you're investing in the process because you believe it's more effective for you to build through their networks, right? Three people with a thousand in their audience, that's 3000 people that you cannot reach on your own. So you mm -hmm. got to think of it like, how are we going to measure it? What are we trying to do? You do three influencer campaigns and everyone has to visit a landing page to opt in for a coupon or a free thing. I mean, that's, you can measure that. You can measure yeah. that leads and, and stuff you got. So I think it's a, it's something that you should all be looking at. Definitely. All right, guys, if you are just joining us today, I am talking with the one, the only, the amazing Owen video, and we're working through what it is in marketing that happened in 2018 and what we think that you guys should be doing in 2019 as you start planning what is going on ahead. Make sure to type five in the comments right now if you want to find out when our next show is, which is every Tuesday at 10. We're going to send you a quick reminder right before the show starts. Definitely want to hit that up. And remember, today's show is sponsored by Sendable. All right, Owen, so now it's time for us to dive into probably like the meat and potatoes, like what you and I are really excited about. And mm -hmm. we're going to talk about 2019. What is your biggest projection for what, what's the, if you can do one thing, what is the one thing that businesses need to do in 2019 to crush it with you, their market? You, you have got to have a video creation station at your work. You do. Uh, we talked about we talked about the um, uh, the fancy cameras, the lights, and the green screens. That is overkill. I mean, if you can do it and you have the skill set, do it right. But what I'm talking about is a is a webcam on your right. I'm on my laptop right here, but I'm I'm shooting on a a higher end. But a webcam on your laptop right here, high quality HD webcam, the C920, and an eighty dollar microphone right here, one hundred and thirty dollars total for both products. Uh, and you want to go nuts, get a ring light. I have a ring light on me that will make your, your camera even better. Right. Right. Uh, too. <laughs> right? So it'll cost you like, I mean, maybe like 200 bucks to get all of this stuff said and done. And now you're in a place, right? Cause we're entrepreneurs. We're in a place where I'm sitting here and I'm making video every day. Okay. And I don't want to have to like get up, turn the camera on, do that thing. If a customer is talking to me and they're, and they're emailing me and they're like, Hey, Owen, what's the difference between a blue widget and a green widget? And it's like, Oh my gosh, that's a great, that's a great, I'm going to do that right now. So you, you know, you pull up your laptop, you turn on your video camera and you go, Hey everybody, today I'm going to talk to them. What's the difference between a green widget and a blue widget? I got this question from a customer and I think it will really help you, right? You make that video and you upload it right then and there. 
you know, if you're really feeling confident, just do a live video. And now you've made a video that you can answer. You can send that to the customer, right? But you're also uploading it to YouTube where you're building out a library of videos, right? Then you can embed those videos into an email sequence that you're using to nurture your audience. So when people opt in every week, they get a fresh video on answers, a new question, and you just remain the expert. Devante says, Owen spitting mad fire. Devante, I'm glad you're healing well, right? Great to see you out and about. My man was uh, in a little bit of an incident, and uh, we're glad that he's healthy and, and, and doing well. So yeah. you've got to be in a place where you have a video creation station, a webcam, a microphone, and it's at your workspace. It's at your desktop, right? And so when these, these ideas, maybe it's not even a question. Maybe you just get like inspired. You're like, oh, I need a video that explains, you know, our, our process. And so boom, hey, everybody, today I wanted to share with you a video that explains how to even get a widget from us. A lot of people have asked me, hey, I like it. How do I order, right? Well, the first step is you go to our website, you click on this button here, and you literally show people how to order from you. You know, this, I, I'll tell you, most, we're doing a beta group right now with the group of business owners, and we're really working on like, what are the triggers that move a customer from watching a video to actually clicking on a link and then to, to do they even know where to go, right? And here's the biggest problem is, is I say, well, when, when somebody clicks on your video, where do they go? And the answer is kind of like to my website, like they don't know, <laughs> right? And, and here's the thing is like, well, what was the video even talking about, right? What was the point of the video? See, a video is only as good as the sales page that follows it. Right. So when you're doing a video and you're like, hey, uh, I do social media marketing, call me for your individual needs um, and uh, we'll do a free consultation. And then you link to your website and on your website, it's just like the name of your company, all your awards, like nothing about them. It, it, you're, there's just no message there. Now, now consider, you know, reframing that and, and saying like more specific, hey, we help plumbers get more drain clients, right? Go to my page. They go to their your page and it's like the plumber's marketing miracle. And there's just like this total relevancy cycle with a, with a hooky product that they understand. Uh, yeah. That I think is going to be the future. We're going to move away uh, from some of the, some of the top 10, top five videos that we saw. Uh, top five reasons a plumber, top, all this kind of like YouTube stuff, right? You need to make videos that explain what you do and show people how to buy from you. Fire. He was right. You're spitting it today, Owen. Okay. So I have a little fact for you guys. 80% of content consumed online will be video in 2019. And just like Owen said, every business had to become a media company essentially with the invention of social media. So it's so important for you to become essentially like a visual magazine or even like your own TV station to keep your audience's attention. We are so past the days of just like throwing something up. Well, I knew like you have to be really thoughtful and precise about what you're doing. Yeah. So as an extension of video, so for creating all this video and stuff for our websites and stuff, how do you think businesses can be using live video in 2019? Yeah. So this is, this is like the big thing. This is the live video shuffle. This is the live video truffle shuffle, right? It's the three <laughs> step, right? It's the three step methodology. Um, and I talked about this today on a webinar with the Gorapol. So step one, is uh, to create weekly live video content at the same day and same time each week. 
Now, we're doing an hour show today, half hour show, something like that today, Desiree. But for the average business owner, what you should do is you should go live for seven to 10 minutes and either answer a question that the audience has asked you, answer one of your FAQs that you haven't done a video for yet, or explain uh, uh, one of your products. Hey, guys, today I wanted to talk to you today about our little remote control light product. It's pretty cool. Like what happens is you press a button and the lights will it work. The lights go off, right? And then you press another button and the lights will go hopefully uh, back on. At seriously intense lighting, Owen. <laughs> I, I have to go flip the, I guess it doesn't work perfectly, but you understand where I'm going with that. Yeah. So just take some time to create video every week at the same time. We go live every Tuesday at 10 a.m. a specific time. Click five right now to get the reminder for next week's show. Just as like a fun, just to be fun. Actually, we're not going to have a show next week. You know why? Because next Tuesday is Christmas and I'm not going live on Christmas. Sorry, y'all. But you can catch So I have a podcast so you can listen to on Thursday because I convert all of my live shows into podcasts. So I, I have some recorded content it. for you guys. Well, but anyway. The, the live video truffle shuffle. Okay. So this is what yep. you, it's three step for live video. So the first is go live for seven to 10 minutes at the same day, at the same time, every week. And you're just creating consistency. This is yeah. like having a billboard above the freeway, okay? Yeah. Where, where you are online at the same time and you're all the people that are online at that time, you're gonna hit them every day, same time, same week. You're gonna do seven to 10 minutes of content. Then number two, you are going to um, boost those videos using the Facebook boosted post. Okay. So you're going to, after the video is done, you are going to boost the post and you're going to boost it to the people in your zip code, in your tri city area. You want to keep it like really local. Like you're not, I can serve everybody. Like right now you're just, just build local. Even if you can serve everybody, right? Like me, I, I can do marketing for anybody in the country, but we do a lot of our, of our marketing just in San Diego for the, for the sake of getting uh, local um, traction, right? We want that local following. Um, the third thing you're going to do is you're going to link that boosted post to a 15 minute call. Okay. And this is key. The 15 minute call is your discovery call with the client. And it's how you move them from the digital world, um, to, to the real world, right? Is, is you've got this video, they saw your video, and they click on a link and they can schedule a 15 minute call with you if they're interested. So now you've got this, this system in place whereby every week people see what you're doing. You're asking them if they want to sit down with you and talk to you. And then some of them are scheduling a call. And so you've got this place now where every week it's like two appointments every week, two appointments every week, two appointments every week. And let me tell you how many of you out there Two appointments, two new appointments a week that you paid nothing for other than the boost post, but you paid nothing for the lead would revolutionize your business. It'd be amazing. I love, I love your tip about focusing on locals. I'm like you, I can service people anywhere. I have like, a I have clients that I have, I've never met. I've never talked to, but for expanding into new businesses and new services, or like in my case, being in a new, new to an area, it's a great way to get your exposure. I love that. And you probably play less per click on that as well would be also my, my you know, feeling as well. The, the cost per click doesn't bother me as much as the monthly ad cost, right? Like mm -hmm. what did I spend in ads? 500 bucks. 
I made one sale, right? 5,000 bucks. Um, yes. So I'm not worried about the 500 bucks. Although as a business person, I do want to see if I can lower uh, lower that and increase uh, my, my, my rankings. But, you know, I'd also look at the per customers, $500 in ads and I got one client out of it. Well, what if I offered a lower price? Could I get 10 clients out of it? Um, so, you know, there's, there's a lot of things to consider when it comes to running your ads, but the big thing is this is run that three step and get it to work. Yeah. Carlos is saying, I'll take two a week. That's the thing is like, I work with these business owners and when this, this funnel that we build doesn't generate a thousand leads in a month, they're like, oh, this didn't work. Right. Well, you also like, have to test things, figure out what will. Yeah. You, that's, this, this is what we don't do this is what marketing is. That's why you do a video a week because you're finding out what resonates with your audience. And then you're putting a small boost behind it. A hundred bucks a week, 400 bucks a month, guys. That's your advertising cost. And you just do that. You do that. Oh, and what if nothing comes in? Then you make it better and you do it again, right? What are you going to do? Give up, right? Can you imagine if we gave up walking because we fell, right? right. You fell a thousand times while you were walking and you've got to do the same with your business. You've got to try this kind of video, try that kind of video, try and see what works with your audience. Um, it, you know, Grant Cardone says never close the same way twice. I love that, right? Like if you tried to close them last week with a 15 minute call next week, try to close them with a 15 minute discovery session. And if that doesn't work, try the next week, try to, you know, there's, there's value in switching it up a bit and calling it something a little different and, you know, and just try and you, when you find something that pops, you keep doing that. Most of us as business owners, we won't do the thing where we'll try one thing. What we'll try one system over and over again till it works. Most business owners will try this and it didn't work and they'll try that and it didn't work and we'll try this and it didn't work. And you put the same amount, if not more energy into something that we know doesn't work in any place in our life. We would never, we would never go about the gym in that manner. Right. And think yeah. that we get results. Uh, the is when, saying patience is key when it comes to marketing. And I think that that is the perfect phrase for what you're just saying. It's not just patience, right though. It's, it's like a belief that it will work. Like, Here's my belief about marketing. Maybe I'm exposing a lot. Like if you do something repetitively, it'll work, right? And you just have to keep dialing it in. What we don't do is we don't do anything repetitively, right? Tied with bleach, tied with bleach, tied with bleach, right? There's a reason Tide says tied with bleach three times in a commercial. And mm -hmm. there's a reason they've been calling it tied with bleach for 25 years, right? If you're all in one social media and you offer all in one social media services, you don't call it all in one social media services here and then call it like we're one for all social media services here. And then we're, <laughs> we're uh, you, you know, forever will be social media. You don't change your name every time. You say it the same no. way every time, you know, and that's what you have to do. You do that long enough, you'll get a result, right? But you've got to yeah. do something long enough to get a result. Definitely. All right, guys, if you're just tuning in, we're pretty close to finishing up with our show. But I, if you are just tuning in, I am talking with the one and only Owen video. We've been recapping marketing in 2018 and what we think is going to be what you need to do in 2019, which is basically throw all your eggs in the video marketing basket and make sure that you have an online strategy attached to it. Definitely. And of course, if you're looking to connect with Owen, definitely want to find him on uh, Facebook on his page. He also has a really great mastermind called the video marketing mastermind where you can get a lot of questions answered. You have a lot of industry experts that can help you with things, including Owen myself and many, many others. If you guys want make sure you hit five right now, five, 
to get notified when our show goes live, which is every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Eastern time. All right, Owen, before we wrap up, uh, yep, five, right? Uh, before we wrap up, I have some rapid fire for you. I want you just let me know sort of yes or no on sort of like our honorable mentions for 2019, things that people have talked about that has sort of popped up throughout the year. And I want to know if you think that they're worth people checking out. So just say yes or no, and maybe if you have any thoughts about it. So Alexa flash briefings, yes or no? Yeah, 100%. Everything should be Alexa. Don't miss that train. All right. Uh, email marketing. Email marketing is where we make most of our money. Okay, so that's a yes. Like, like, like 99% of our money. Wow. All right. Blogging. Marketers report. Marketers report. Right? Mm-hmm. Marketers report that most of their money comes from email marketing. That you, You're not making sales, folks, from Facebook ads. Some of you will. But you're generating mm-hmm. a list from Facebook ads that you're then putting into an email sequence that that's where they become sales. Yes, always be building your list. Remember, Facebook and all of this can go away tomorrow, but your email list probably won't. So do it. Uh, blogging. Uh, you know, blogging, I, I think, is a giant waste of time. Now, that said, we, we do, we're, we're developing one blog post a month. Mm-hmm. Um, and we're really trying to learn the Google algorithm. But the whole reason we're blogging is to put our videos in front of people. So we're using Google search. We're going to rank for key terms that will where, where we'll have videos embedded. So I, I really don't like blogging. It's kind of like it, it's a it, I believe in multi-platform domination. So mm-hmm. that's our blogging strategy. I don't like that we need to do it. I don't like it. And if you don't like it, you shouldn't do it. Right. Like I've got a couple bucks to spend on my marketing. We're multiple six figure companies. So it's like I. I can do that, right? If you can't, don't do it. Stay clear and just do video. Yeah, I definitely, I would say if you're doing video, it's not that much more work to do a blog. But if you are trying to blog your money to blogging magazine, don't do it. Yeah, (laughs) go to web.com, get it transcribed, and uh, and boom, for 10 bucks, you have a blog. Perfect. All right. Pop-ups on websites. Yeah, pop-ups. Pop-ups are huge. Yeah, exactly. Everyone complains about them, but everyone fills them out. You know what sucks is your offer. Your offer sucks. Oh, and I got a pop up and nobody fills it out. It's because your offer sucks. You know, you know what I, I mean? Think nobody- that your offer sucks could be said across the board for all of your marketing. If you're having a problem with marketing, it's probably because your your offer you're sucks. You're not offering anything. You're probably offering everything, right? So I'm working with a real estate agent. I'm working with a lot of real estate agents, but that's her problem, Angela. I'm talking to you. Is is that it's like. I do all the real estate stuff. I do all the real estate stuff. And it's like, but that's, if I'm a buyer, I don't care that you sell and do investments. So you have to make content for me, right? Mm. If I'm a seller, I don't care that you do buying and investment investing. You need to talk to me. And so, you know, your offers, you need to have an offer for sellers. You need to have an offer for buyers. You need to have an, and, and these offer multiple offers. One's a, uh, a home seller's guide, one's a home seller's video series. One is an offer just to have coffee, you know, a uh, free coffee. I mean, um, you have to uh, experiment with multiple offers uh, so that you can um, um, make more sales, get more clients. Okay, so we have a quick question. Stan wants to know, Owen, do we do pop-ups for eBooks or for a call? The eBook, my man, absolutely, right? So so you, you want to know your stages of the funnel, right? And the pop-up is early stage. So it's top of the funnel. 
you want that person in your email nurture system before you offer them the 15 minute call, right? So this 15 minute call, Stan, this is, and this is, it's so huge. You really should only be promoting that to people that are ready to have a call with you. Otherwise you're going to have a whole bunch of calls with people that aren't qualified and you're going to go like, dude, haven't you seen my emails? No, I just saw you the other day and you offered me this call. Right. So you want to with you want to be offering the ebook, the ebook, the ebook, the ebook, the ebook, and then through the email nurture campaign, right? Now you're promoting the 15 minute call. Awesome. I am my last. Uh, I have two more uh, of our rapid fire uh, vertical video. Awesome. Love it. We just shot vertical video today. Um, we're, we're advertising vertical video right now. I like it. You got to use it right. You know? Um, and I think IGTV is going to be something. I just don't know what yet, but we're, we're kind of experimenting with two steps in, in Instagram, right? You do a story that links to your IGTV. I mean, that, that I think is a good thing to do. Um, and so you, you could talk about, oh my gosh, guys, today I made a killer sale and I did it using my five point sales process. If you want to see the five point sales process, swipe up. Go to my IGTV and watch it. Otherwise, pff, skip to the next slide, right? Yeah. So a certain, you know, you've, you've got, there's some things to use there. I just don't think people have figured it out yet. Yes. Yeah, so I also think that people are a little hung up on this, like a whole separate app type of a thing. But what I really do like about IG stories is that like, even if you don't have the 10,000 followers, you still get the swipe up with IGTV, which yeah. I think is great. Yeah, exactly. Okay. And then my last one is bot marketing. Yeah, I love chatbots. Uh, chatbots are like email marketing. And I think that if you're going to go into chatbots, you have got to be very careful uh, with your time. You you can be, because chatbots can do so many cool things. It's easy to go down these rabbit holes, right? Of like, oh, I'm going to make my bot do this and do that and then order you food and da, 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 right? You, you really, you should just keep it super simple. Uh, and And maybe it's like, again, it's, you're delivering offers through your chatbot, um, uh, delivering content of some kind through your chatbot. So I love chatbot marketing. I think you could get lost in it, um, but I, I do think a chatbot is sort of like synonymous with Facebook ads. Like if you're doing Facebook advertising, I think you should be doing chatbots as well. I think it's a big part of it. Awesome. All right, Owen, thank you so much for taking time to talk with me today. I think that we got so much great conversation with marketing, like what was working last year, what we have to plan ahead. 2019 definitely is going to be all about video. I know that we've been saying this probably for about two years, but with, like I said, 80% of online content is going to be video. So get on it, guys. Let's do this. <laughs> right. happen. All right, Owen, how do you want people to find you right now? I'm everywhere on the web at Owen video, go to YouTube, subscribe to Owen video, go to Instagram, follow Owen video, and then tell me you came from all in one social media it would be awesome. Yes. All right, guys. And like we always say in military life, it is never goodbye. It is see you soon. So until next time, guys, I will see you soon. Cool. Thanks for listening to marketing for your boring business. If you like this episode, please leave a review on iTunes or share this episode on social media. Want more? Subscribe to automatically get the latest episodes of marketing for your boring business. This podcast was presented by All in One Social Media.